Not only are we live, we're alive. We're alive and alive. I good. love it. Yeah. All right. But anyways, wait, wait. I'm almost there. I'm almost <laughs> there. I'm almost there. Here I am. The run. All right. So welcome to another episode of Crossroads, a Crossroads podcast special. Um, this time, I'm actually not alone this time. Uh, I have a special guest with us, um, our own senior pastor, Pastor Larry Parker. Hello. Thanks for being on the podcast. My pleasure. Yeah, so uh, tell us a bit about yourself, just for people who may not know you. Okay, so I, uh, we're in the city of Warren here at the Life Church, and so I grew up at, in, in this city, right at uh, Nine Mile and Van Dyke, and uh, went to Warren Lincoln. Uh, was not someone uh, who would have said that they were a person of faith or knew Christ until I was 17 years old. Um, had a tremendous amount of insecurities, um, self-doubt, self-worth were part of the problem for me. A um, lot of different experiences while growing up caused those to be true for me. Um, but a uh, young man invited me to come actually to, he called it youth group, he didn't call it church, <laughs> and I didn't understand what youth group was at the time, uh, and certainly uh, uniquely I didn't even understand why the young man would choose to invite me to something that he said there were other a lot of other young people and then he invited me to the church went to church got there tons of people really cared uh, showed love I didn't understand it but uh, stuck around because it felt pretty amazing and so from there um, gave my life to the Lord you know when I was 17 and um, last thing I ever thought I'd be is a pastor, much less the senior pastor. So, uh, but it's been a good journey. Now it's pushing, well, it's over 30 years. So yeah, it's crazy. Cause I also went to the youth group, youth group for my first like church service mm-hmm. and I didn't know what youth group was either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just, I was surprised by the fact that it's like, so like, is this just church or we're all just kind of just talking here? <laughs> yeah. But then like, it all clicked, and I gave my life to the Lord that night. First time awesome. I was there. Yeah. But I was 16. Mm. I didn't wait till I was, okay, I almost waited till I was 17. <laughs> I gave my life in December 2011, and awesome. my birthday was in March, so yeah, almost. So today we're just going to kind of hop into content here. Um, the topic we're talking about today is prayer. Mm. Um, I had the pleasure of going to the National Day of Prayer. Yeah, at uh, Warren City Hall. Um, thank you, by the way, to our officials that allowed us to use that space to mm-hmm. just pray to the Lord. Yeah. Um, you know, it got me thinking about just the concept of prayer. Mm. Because, like, we all know we should pray. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes we all, almost lose lose it in the tradition of it mm. to where it's, it's just like another thing we do in church, yeah. not something that is like, an active part of faith mm, yeah yeah it's it's easy to um i think anything you do repetitively can come from a place of taking it for granted yeah, yeah. so all right so i want to pray and then we'll hop in all right Father god thank you for just being here yes in your word in your word it says when two or more are gathered you are here so lord i just pray you would just dwell among us dwell through the computer screens on Facebook and YouTube and Spotify. Lord, may you just 
be with the listener as you're here with us. May you be here with the viewer as you're here with us. And Lord, may we just go closer to you in whatever unique way that you want us to go close to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, no, my, my, my notes turned off. <laughs> All right, so since the fall, yes. prayer has been our best and greatest way to connect with Almighty God. Throughout scripture, prayer has been a key factor in many, if not all the stories we read in the Bible. Mm -hmm. But how are any of those prayers that we read in scripture relevant today? Mm -hmm. So to understand prayer, we must break prayer down at its most basic level. When asked to define prayer, 19th century preacher F.W. Robertson said this, Mm. it is to connect every thought with the thought of God. Mm. To look on everything as his work and his appointment to submit every thought wish and resolve to him to feel his presence so that it shall restrain us even in our wildest joy Mm. yeah you know prayer is just open communication to god yeah that's that's really when you break down that's all it is Mm -hmm. it's not it's not a ceremony it's not something you do it's having a conversation like we're having right now. Yeah. Um, I, we lose track of that. Yeah. We lose so much track of that. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing is it doesn't have to look or sound beautiful. No, not at all. Um, I believe it was during the Sermon on Mount where Jesus said, you know, when you do pray, mm-hmm. go in private so your Father will hear you. Mm, that's good. And I know when I've been in the privacy of my bedroom or my car. Mm-hmm. Or just alone. I've said some prayers that don't sound beautiful. <laughs> they either sound angry, mm-hmm. happy, or like really sad. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the Lord can handle all of that. Absolutely. And uh, I, that, that's one of, well, it's one of the things that always gets me is like God can handle whatever we have to say to him. Mm, yeah. Like, have you had experience in that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh I can tell you before we planted this church, uh, there was a season where I thought uh, I had stepped away from ministry and thought, oh, I'll be back in it sooner than later. Um, And that wasn't the case. And I was working at 1-800-Flowers, driving around a um, a vehicle at that time, no GPS. Uh, I have horrible sense of direction. I don't know how you. I don't know yeah. how you had a job like that and no GPS. Absolutely, and uh, plenty of times I made a route that should have been closer to thirty minutes into fifty minutes or so, and uh, there were a lot of conversations with um, that were definitely between me and the Lord, and there was anger, uh, there was frustration, um, and, and being in a place where I thought I shouldn't be but I absolutely needed to be. And that's one of the unique parts of prayer is you're connecting with this God who knows exactly what you need, but that doesn't mean you're always going to be happy. It's it's kind of like parents, right? When parents tell you something, you don't really want to hear it. You don't really agree with it, but you have to still be obedient and recognize their authority. Yeah, you, you know, it's funny, it's funny you say something like that because... I did some reflecting kind of last night, just, to, you know, throughout my life, like, following God. I knew in some way I'd be in ministry. Mm. I knew I'd yeah. in some way be a youth pastor. Yeah. 
I didn't know what it looked like back then because I was only 17 and I didn't mm -hmm. have, you know, the experience I have now as a tw as tw being 28. Yeah. Um, but man, I, I look back at some of the pictures from, like from my old youth group and see me. Mm. Like, when I look back at those, I realize like the puzzle pieces that God was putting in place. Yeah. To bring me to now, like seeing seeing the progress of that journey along the way. Mm, so good. I, it's it's been a blessing to me as of late. Going yeah. like, man, God, like every moment I was going through, you were in there. Mm. Yeah. You were working in that moment yeah. to prepare me for now. Yeah. And that makes me think about my future going like, oh, my mm -hmm. gosh, the moments right now yeah. are going to push me to something even greater than what I, what really I think good. of now. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and that definition quite often comes through the adversity or the struggle that you're experiencing in life. And as we know, it tends to be that's the times we go most to the Lord. Yeah. is when we're not at our heights of things because we do get more in the realm of taking things for granted. It's more when we're struggling and we can't figure something out, and now we're crying out to the Lord. Um, and what I love is you said that, that it started to define you, and where you're going is already being defined. Um, but it takes um, God to create some real strength and resiliency in you for the next place he wants to take yeah. you he has to he has to put the puzzle pieces in at the right time yeah or you're just gonna take it for granted and try changing it mm -hmm. which you know you know i've tried changing god's plan in my life and uh mm -hmm. it, it didn't lead to anywhere like good yeah it just led me to a pretty <laughs> like stagnant place yeah like in my faith and in my life mm -hmm. um but man even when you go off the path yeah it doesn't matter how far you go off that path if you turn back yeah. and get back on God's path, you know, he's not like, where did you go? Yeah. He's like, all right, let's get going. Yeah. Part of his story, uh, and we as believers understand this, that there is no greater love than the love God has for us. And one of the ways that that continues to be true for us, because we are human, we do sin, we make mistakes, but God is always part of the rescue part of our story. So uh, even when we are not doing the things that we should be doing appropriately, uh, God is still there, still desires relationship with us, and welcomes us back. Anytime we come to him, he wants to be part of redefining aspects of our life that's broken. Yeah. And so we meet him there. Yeah. Regardless of where we meet him, it's it, it, it's not a challenge to God. No, it is not yeah. a challenge to God. Yeah, that that that's that's why I'm glad. Like, I'm glad to give up control. Amen. Because I know that the Father has such a bigger plan. Yeah. Um. You know, as, as I was kind of researching prayer and looking for like mm -hmm. scriptures. Yeah. And stories. One of the biggest stories that stood out to me was the story of Hannah. Mm. Okay. You know, Hannah was unable to bear children yeah um you know and it really just tore her up inside mm. um so we're gonna hop into uh scripture it's first yeah. samuel 1 11 through mm -hmm. 18 i'm reading out of the CS, christian standard bible csb awesome so verse one making a vow she pleaded lord of armies if you will take notice of your servant's affliction 
Remember and not forget me. And give your servant a son. I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. And his hair will never be cut. While she continued praying in the Lord's presence, the priest, Eli, Mm -hmm. watched her mouth. Hannah was praying silently and thought her lips were moving. Her voice could not be heard. Eli thought she was drunk and said to her, how long are you going to be drunk? Get rid of your wine. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's sometimes like the deepest moments with God mm. look like the most out of place. Yeah. Um, we, I talked about this on the, on the last episode, but uh, mm-hmm. at the men's conference, like I just felt like God moving in my heart and like yeah. re-identifying parts of me that like, Mm-hmm. That needed to be like course corrected, um, and uh, Pastor uh, one of our past Pastor Alvin, one of our associate yeah. pastors, um, caught me in just a moment of prayer, like like just mm. praising God and praying yeah. to Him. Um, and it, the thing is, you know, service had concluded. Everyone's like going out to grab like Chick Fil A that they catered <laughs> in. Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. But I, I like I know I didn't leave that moment. It was so out of place, mm-hmm. but it was such a beautiful moment, too. Yeah. Because I, I didn't care mm-hmm. that, you know, service was over. Yeah. I was just there to praise the Lord. Absolutely. And just pray that he would redefine those pieces mm-hmm. that weren't defined by him just yet. Yeah. And what I, first of all, let me say that the Chick-fil-A, it was on a Saturday, so those who are wondering how you would get Chick-fil-A on a Sunday at a service. It wasn't a Sunday service. It's a Saturday service. So I don't want to disappoint anyone. Um, (laughs) Chick-fil-A is amazing. However, um, one of the things that uh, is being expressed in the scripture there with Hannah uh, that I think we probably need to understand from a deeper place is the sincerity of her heart. She takes it a step. We're only familiar with vows yeah around marriage in our culture right but hannah understands that she in the sincerity of what's inside of her heart she's speaking over in relationship to her covenant with the lord a vow to him saying and and what it meant to her was lord i'm here you know my heart you know where i'm hurting you know what i need but I'm so committed to you, Lord, that whatever you would do, I will make sure to honor those realities. And and sometimes we lose sight of that in a culture where marriage, unfortunately, um, is not given the proper amount of respect when you take a vow before God and before your spouse. And so um, it's interesting because Scripture speaks so specifically to what this relationship looks like and when we pray we visit the deepest parts and the most depth in our hearts of what God wants to do and he wants us to take him serious and so um, so when we make vows um, we have to be aware of what we're vowing to and the commitment and the conviction and the covenant that all exists there and what's beautiful is hannah out of the heart what's inside her heart she speaks and then she's obedient right so god blesses her through her obedience 
through her humility and through her desire to honor him. Yeah, and if you even look, if you read her prayer back, mm-hmm. she refers to herself as a servant. Mm. Like she's putting God in the proper place. Yeah. We lose track of that because sometimes in our mm-hmm. like deepest moments, like, God help me. Yeah. Like, like mm-hmm. he's like, uh, like a 1-800 like helpline. <laughs> yeah. Um, we can treat him that way. But, you know, he, he's more than that. He's the God yeah. of everything. Amen. Um, you know, so, so, sometimes uh, God doesn't like this reality. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if the Garden of Eden says anything, he would want us to be in step with him. Mm, yeah. And by the grace of God, we get to go back to that once, you know. Amen. The events of Revelation occur. Yeah. But, you know, God allows things to occur in our lives mm-hmm. so that we can realize where we stand in that relationship. Mm. Yeah. You know, like God will allow you to be a fool mm. um, if you if you if you so choose to do so. Yeah. Um, but having been a fool before, yeah, and trying to figure it out on my own, I, I realized it wasn't leading me anywhere, but just around in circles. Mm. Yeah. So it's like staying in one spot and not actually like growing and maturing. That's good. Now, did I learn things along the way? Yeah, mm-hmm. like you know. Had had I not tried being a like a pro snowboarder, like mm-hmm. I would not have learned like the mental tenacity to just kind of keep going, yeah. Regardless of how tired you are, like stepping yeah. up to the plate and doing your job, mm-hmm. like snowboard, yeah. like having that experience being sponsored taught me that, yeah. But I realized that was like the extent of growth, and then I kind of hit a a wall because I wasn't open to. Mm-hmm. becoming more uncomfortable. I was comfortable where I was. Okay. Yeah. Um, once I kind of had to break that wall down, Yeah. God just took me, and then, man, we we went so fast. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I think back to that, la- like, that year after I had, you know, given up snowboarding, so that would have been, like, 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the first thing I did was sign up for to work at a summer camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, to, to go three hours away from home. Like, I haven't been a ho- away from home, like, longer than maybe two or three weeks. Yeah. But I was about to be, like, away from home for, like, months. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. especially in that uncomfortability going, like, you know, I don't have those familiar faces I'm used to seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the same routine. I don't know anybody here. Yeah. All I know is I'm serving the Lord here. Yeah. Um, giving up my thought of what I was, where I was supposed to be mm-hmm. to where God needed to be, yeah. needed me to be. That's when like, I had like one of the most life changing summers of my life. Amen. Like w- w- without going through that. And then obviously, you know, some of the other events in 2020 and all that. Yeah. Like, I don't think I would be in the spot to be a pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that, that, that just takes in your prayer time. Mm-hmm. If God responds with something that makes you uncomfortable, yeah. You just got to go for it. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I think a couple realities and how God moves our hearts is really pretty amazing. It's not always the place we want to live, but it's the place we need to live because we do walk by faith. Um, and, and these things drive us to prayer, which is a desperation. Uh, quite honestly, we land in prayer often around 
being desperate yeah. and then God challenges through that but he speaks through that which is very very powerful for us and then direction uh, and God will often ask you to do things that take you entirely out of your comfort zone oh yeah um, and challenge your comfort it, zone it's so scary but like the best way I describe it is you're going up the hill on a roller coaster yeah like the only way to get to the end mm-hmm. is to go down and experience that speed and that thrill and that yeah. fear. Yeah. Like sometimes you just got to let go of the control. Yeah. And just say, okay, God, you know what? I'm trusting you. Mm-hmm. I'm trusting you for my safety here. I'm just going to go down that hill that you have set before me. Yeah. And see where that journey takes me. Yeah. And, and that's, that's where the real beauty comes in, mm-hmm. is the journey. Yeah. Well, and, and I think, uh, I mean, I'm not a thrillster as much as uh, you would be, Tyler. But, um, <laughs> we're, but we're opposite sides of that spectrum yeah, there. Yeah. But I would say this, every roller coaster has a different speed. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's understanding that God does things through the process of building who you are through time. And so sometimes God can change something rather quickly in you, challenge something that needs to be resolved quickly. And other times, as you mentioned, it's a journey. It's the, it's the trusting him throughout the whole process. It's that blind faith that you put in when you have the seatbelt and the bar yeah. <laughs> in front of you when you're in a roller coaster. It's that believing but with God you can even believe better that that there's a certainty of what that's he's doing so, right that is so, so good all right so hopping back in the scripture mm-hmm. you know Eli is like stop being drunk dude what are you yeah. doing but look how Hannah responds to this mm. Hannah replied I am a woman with a broken heart I haven't had any wine or beer I have been pouring out my heart before the Lord. Don't think of me as a wicked woman. Mm. I have been praying from the depths of my anguish and resentment. Mm. Eli responded, go in peace. And may the God of Israel grant the request you made of him. May your servant find favor with you, she replied. Then Hannah went on her way. She ate and no longer looked despondent. Mm. So for additional context, like generally women weren't allowed in the temple without having the husband present. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, she, she didn't care about the religion. She cared about the relationship. That's good. She cared about just being with God in that moment. Um, you know, she, she started her response to Eli with, I am a woman with a broken heart. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the most powerful prayers come from the anguish of what we're going through. Yeah. And they're not beautifully woven monologues. They don't, <laughs> they don't sound the most religious or, like, fancy. Yeah. They're just spoken from our hearts. That's good. Through, you know, tear-filled eyes and quivering mm-hmm. voices. Um, I've had a lot of prayers that have come through tear-filled eyes mm. and quivering voice. Yeah. Um, that's what, that's, those prayers are important. Yeah, to God. Well, there's there's beauty in those prayers. Yeah, uh, yeah. your brokenness, 
it's kind of unique because it's where that place of vulnerability exists and quite often we don't like to be vulnerable but God moves in the very heart of where you're broken and it and it's tough for us because we think if we identify something that is broken within us how can someone accept us in those places and God is there saying you are loved and I will move through that brokenness through your weakness I will be strength for you. And so there's really no better place to be when you think of who God is than in that place where you are broken, you're vulnerable because his love comes through. It's very opposite or counter cross, uh, counter counter cultural, cross cultural in the sense that a lot of times you think that you have to perform for the people around you that you got to be your best for them to accept you and love you and adore you with God. He loves you when you're not your best. He visits those places in your heart and validates how important and how significant you are. Ooh, ooh, you know, like you just mentioned, all the words we speak matter to God. Mm -hmm. The problems that we have, no matter how big or small, matter to God. As a father comes alongside their child, God comes alongside us to answer our questions, should we be willing to hear them? Mm -hmm. Again, it's it's going back to the uncomfortability. Sometimes we don't like the answer. Yeah. But I always think of it this way, just logically speaking. Mm -hmm. Who do you think knows more? (laughs) This infinite God who has created everything we have seen or currently seeing and will see for the end of eternity. It's good. Yeah. Or you. Who knows more? <laughs> I realize, man, I don't know anything, but mm-hmm. God, you know everything. Yeah. So if you know everything, I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna trust your 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 opinion on this because you're mm-hmm. probably right. Yeah. Actually you're just entirely right. <laughs> I can't even say probably. You're just Absolutely. entirely right. Yeah. Um but those answers sometimes don't come immediately. Mm-hmm. I've had times in my life where it almost felt like God wasn't saying anything. Um, and you know, therein lies like a contrast. This almighty God hears the most desperate prayers, mm-hmm. but appears not to do anything to solve what we bring to him. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. The Lord works on much longer timescales than we do. Mm-hmm. His timing is way different than our timing. I, I, I feel like one of the biggest blessings and one of the biggest curses we have in this modern age is technology. Mm. Like our technology can bring us together, can provide avenues to do stuff like this, mm-hmm. um, but it also can like reduce our patience as well. Oh, absolutely. Because you know, we're so used to next day delivery and Amazon Prime and oh, yeah. like, you know, Netflix and just getting like a whole bunch of movies just like mm. in seconds. Um, you know, we, we focus so much on the finish line mm. that we don't notice the things that are right in front of us. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's an issue too, uh, as you mentioned, this reality to instant gratification. Um, and we're built around and it's good, by the way. I'm not saying that it's bad God gave us emotions, but we are very emotional beings. And so when we feel an emptiness, our natural inclination 
is to take control, not trust, to push harder, to expect something to come quicker uh, because we do live in a world where a lot of things we can grab quicker. However, those things that we're grabbing quicker aren't really truly fulfilling us. It leaves us more desperate and empty because they haven't done that. Um, It's like when you get a brand new car and you think, man, this is awesome. And then about a month later, you have to remind yourself you're sitting in a new car because it's not, it doesn't have the it, same feel. It doesn't have the same, like, attractiveness. Yeah, it's, it's the, not the same high, right? And so uh, with God, he does, he does require us to trust him. But what he does when we don't understand it is as we trust him, there's so much more he's defining in our lives through that trust that allow us the satisfaction, not in the, not only the fulfillment in the moment, but the fulfillment for the next moments. Because the things that we are challenged with, it doesn't mean we are just challenged once yeah. with those things. Yeah. Those can be repetitive, and and God is gracious enough to build muscle and strength inside of who we are to face those yeah. realities. And the beautiful thing is, God does answer all prayers. Yeah, all His promises are yes and amen. Amen. When we break down the word amen, it literally means so be it or let it come to pass. Um, yeah. Sometimes things need to be built up before they can come to pass. Yeah. Look at the next part of this, next part of Hannah's story. Mm-hmm. The next morning, Elkanah and Hannah got up early to worship before the Lord. Afterward, they returned to Ramah. Mm. Then Elkanah was intimate with his wife, Hannah, and the Lord remembered her. After some time, Hannah conceived and gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel because she said, I have requested him from the Lord. Note the word after some time. Mm. Yeah. After some time. That wording implies <laughs> that it was an extended period of time. Yeah. Obviously, I think we all know that, you know, mm-hmm. it, it takes a second for a baby to, you know, yeah. get cooked up and then actually come out. <laughs> That yeah. was so. That's such a bad, such a bad one. Yeah, I mean, visually, I, 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 I'm going to clip that for the pastor appreciation, pastor appreciation month. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, I got plenty of material off of you, Larry. You, yes, you do. <laughs> I love you, man. I'm not even wearing pants today. Shorts, right? <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, if you don't know what we're talking about, oh, you, so funny. Best story ever at this church was when Larry announced for a Father's Day yeah. event. Yeah. What he meant to say is, it's going to be really casual. Yes. You know, I just, I'm, I'm just going to come in shorts. You don't, you guys don't have to come up wearing fancy or anything. Mm-hmm. What came out of his mouth was, so just to let you guys know, next week I will not be wearing pants to service. But he did say, I will be wearing shorts. However, that was drowned out Correct. by a collective laughter from the congregation. <laughs> yes, not the best way to start the sentence. <laughs> it was the best way. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, you know, God doesn't give us the full answer to our prayers in the time we might want. Mm-hmm. But in acting through faith, Come on. just like Hannah did, mm-hmm. the Lord will answer your prayers. Yeah. It. It could take a year. It could take 10 years. Mm-hmm. It could take 20, 30 years. He does answer prayers. Amen. 
I love the after some time too because if you think about it it's true even in relationships right because uh, and I love where the scripture starts because it's and in fact the scripture is used around baby dedications because of the fact that there's a vow and there's a dedication I didn't even know that one yeah <laughs> and so when you think about being dedicated in your heart it means that even with your spouse or your kids uh, something let's say occurs that's not necessarily the most positive but because of your dedication after some time there's health mm. but mm. in the midst of what you're going through at times it's painful it hurts uh, you you realize that you have had thoughts that really were just irrational and emotional um, but what's beautiful is, and you know this, especially if you've ever had the privilege of being a mom or a dad, you know that there is nothing that would separate your love from your child, even after some time, right? Because your dedication is so strong to them. Yeah. Like, without the journey mm-hmm. to reach the, the answer to that prayer, yeah. you know, the blessing of that answered prayer can't be experienced in its totality. Mm-hmm. You, you can't experience it to its fullest unless you see, wow, got me brought, God took me from that point where I prayed, prayed, that, prayed that prayer mm-hmm. to now. Yeah. Like, and you realize the growth that's come out and you've seen all, like the ways you have changed in positively. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when I was younger and really like just starting to scratch the surface of ministry, Yeah. I... You know, I would pray like, oh, Lord, I pray that you just make me a youth pastor or something. And like, yeah, like I, I figured that was going to be like a like a one two year process, not a seven year process. <laughs> but I'm yeah. so grateful that he took the time to refine yes. those parts of me so I can do do the work and do it with excellence. Yeah. I'm grateful that I got to be on that journey with you, Tyler. Oh, I, I, I'm, very I'm proud of you. We have spent a lot of evenings sitting in restaurants. Yes. yes. Um, just talking. Yeah. Um, as of late, they've been internship talks, so it's been yeah. a bit more structured. <laughs> but you know, yeah. even, even those times where we just went out mm-hmm. and just talked, yeah. um, those times really started like turning the wheels into motion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because I, I, I realized, you know, how, he- like, how big that call was mm-hmm. and how awesome it is that I have leaders around me yes that can pour into me so that when I do get to that point mm-hmm. I'm already equipped like I already have that those tools in my toolkit that yeah. I can use to effectively do the ministry that I'm called to it's good and I love that you stayed the course uh, God will place a dream inside of you um, and a call and sometimes the people around you don't understand it. And there is a reality that sometimes what he's placing in your heart isn't necessarily for the moment you're living in as much as to define the moments following over time to bring you to a place where that call is realized. But it requires a tremendous amount of faith, patience, and determination and dedication to what he's calling you to. Life's a marathon. Yes. Life is a marathon. Yes. The, the, the finish line to your goals and the finish lines mm-hmm. to the, you know, the places that you want, like, that you feel called to, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're far away. Yeah. But God allows you to run to realize how strong you are, so that when you do get to that finish line, and then you proceed into the next part yes. of that, the the, yeah. the the next leg of the run, I guess yeah, this absolutely. run called life. Yeah. Um, you're equipped to mm. handle the obstacles that will evidently come in That's your way. Awesome. That's great insight. Um, you know. Pr- we would mention it, but prayer is so critical in connected with the Father. Mm-hmm. And that's so vitally important because we will not know God the Father's heart mm-hmm. without connecting with Him. Yeah. Because I think many people define their relationship with God mm-hmm. with their relationship as their Father. Mm-hmm. So... No, that's that's a great point, right? You know, it, like, in my opinion, that's like a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Because, like, like, my dad's amazing. Like, he may not be a Christian, but he's an awesome dad. Mm-hmm. Like, he taught me how to take responsibility, how to work hard, yeah. how to show grace to your family, mm. you know, how to protect your family. Like, I- I've learned a lot from him. I've shared a lot of moments with him. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I, we, we've shared, a, we did martial arts together, and mm-hmm. over the summer we're going to share uh, going out and doing some target shooting. So That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So have some good times, but we've spent times playing like video games and whatnot. Like he's he's spent time with me to build up that relationship, mm. and he's been there with me in like the darkest moments. But like I think of the people who have like like you you you've, you've lost your dad. Mm-hmm. I think of the people who maybe don't have the best relationship with their dad. Yeah, how do they connect with God if they're basing it off that? So it's like no, absolutely. it can be one of the biggest blessings or one of the biggest curses. And I think it's so important what you're sharing. Because as a person who, uh, my parents got divorced when I was 12, uh, my dad wasn't around a lot in my picture, and then uh, he died at an earlier age. He was 58, so I was 33 when he died. Um, One of the things that I learned, um, and, and this is so important as you journey with God, is recognizing that there are qualities in the midst of our humanity that really do reflect who he is but to put um, I think it's very unfair to put the weight of somebody having to mirror who God is completely to you on any individual because we are we are broken we are made up of of things that challenge us where God is perfect uh, but what the gospel story, what's beautiful about the gospel story is in the midst of, in the midst of our brokenness, uh, he shows up and he, and he loves from those places that perf- it's that perfect love, right? That he, yeah. he shares with us. And so it is good to recognize, um, and I would encourage you if you are in a place where you're trying to figure out who God is to be very, very careful not to allow man to completely influence or shape that. Uh, and and when I say man, I mean man or woman, right? Uh, those broken... Humanity. Yeah, humanity. Um, and so, because who God wants to be to you is defined from a place of perfect love. Yes. Oh, that's good. That is good. I always looked at it like God is an entirely separate entity from anything I've experienced. Mm -hmm. He is much higher than anything I can ever comprehend or think of. Mm, That's good. Uh, Man, that gets me thinking of like, when I stand before him, what can I say? Mm. 
<laughs> what yeah. can I say to a perfect God? Like, I don't know if I'll be able to say anything because it's just like, mm. how do yeah. I stand in that presence? Yeah. Um, but here's the beautiful thing about God. Mm-hmm. That he's beyond definition. Yeah. He's beyond definition, but even be like, we'll never understand him totally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love allergies. Yeah. It always hits at like the worst times, too. Yeah. So let me get just a quick sip of yeah. water. It's the beauty of the changing temperatures. Oh, yeah. Good oh, yeah. I, I'll, it feels really nice. It's like 67 yeah. out. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Um, anyways, mm-hmm. you know, when you actually start defining God by what he says he is in Scripture, because mm. the Bible says all Scripture is God yeah. breathed. Come on. God inspired the writers to write what, down what they are, but ultimately God spoke it Absolutely. into existence yeah. and allowed humanity to put it in its own words. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh dang it. Uh, <laughs> um, so when you really look at scripture and you see the common themes of who, what God's character is, yeah. it's love and reconciliation. Yeah. Like I have experienced God's love in my own life. And it's pushed me out of the depths of like depression and anxiety mm. and not yeah. wanting to be alive and yeah. you know stagnation mm-hmm. and just wanting to just waste away into a place where I'm just where I just, I'm just like, man, God has blessed me with this life mm-hmm. and he's blessed it with purpose. Absolutely. And a purpose that's way higher than my own. Yeah. But when you know the Father, mm-hmm. And you learn to love the Father, yeah. You'll you'll do more than you ever expected in life. Yeah. And I think the beauty too, as we talk about prayer, uh, prayer is where we're we're discovering who God is. It's that place where we are settled in our heart. We are not um, in a world full of so much chaos and movement and instant gratification and instant things and things coming so quickly um it's those moments where you are alone with god resting in his presence and listening to him speak to who he needs you to be and speak over your life of things that are coming that only he can do it's those moments where you really do see him as a father because he's so um so gracious so good so patient uh with us but it's so important that we take the time to slow down in a world that isn't slow. There's nothing slow about how things happen in our world. Um, and quite honestly, I think that's part of what creates a lot of anxiety in people is that there's so many moving parts. And the more you try to control this life, the harder it becomes uh, because there are just so many dynamics to life that are even outside of your control. And like we talked about earlier, prayer is that place to learn to trust God in the midst of the things that we don't have control over, but he does. Yeah, and again, it's choosing to let go of control. Yeah. Um, That's all the notes I have. Do you have any other kind of concluding thoughts on prayer? Yeah, I just, I would encourage people um, to to challenge themselves to get steady enough when it comes to slowing down um, to visit those places with 
with the Lord. I think quite often we don't visit those places because we don't really want to see what's going on inside of us. We have an understanding that things may not be good, but to resolve those things, it's going to take some time in God's presence, and that's going to require you to slow down. And it's also going to require you to see what's in front of you because God wants to heal those places and redeem those. And if you don't look at those things, and we as a society can easily do this, where we recognize something's a problem, but we're stuffing it. We're trying to ignore it. But when we get with the Lord and we're in prayer, he's going to reveal those things, not because he's a mean God. He's going to reveal them because he wants to restore those very most intimate places of your brokenness he wants to take and show you his beauty through those things and so just want to encourage you strongly to to take the time to slow down and to really have a conversation with the lord and really understand god thank you that you've created me with strengths but also thank you for humbling me through my weaknesses and allowing me to understand that I need to be dependent on you because mm -hmm. you are so good that even through my weaknesses, strength will appear. Mm. So. That's awesome. Um, Larry, thank you for being on the podcast. My pleasure. Brother. You know, when I first thought of this idea, I thought about our, our dinners together. Yeah. To where, <laughs> especially our internship meetings, because they yeah. always, literally, I think the first, like, the majority of it would just be us talking ministry or life or faith. Yeah. And then we actually, we actually do, do the do work, the, do the work. But like, <laughs> it, it's so good to talk to, you know, to people who share that faith, who have been through different life experiences than I have mm -hmm. from different perspectives and different viewpoints to get, I get the full picture of, of who God is. Because if you just stay in your own little box with God, yeah. you're not going to realize how beautiful, Amen. how beautiful He is. Yeah. So with that, uh, I'm going to go pray. All right. And uh, awesome. Then we'll shut it down. Sounds good. All right. So Father God, we come before you and we thank you that Lord, even now as we as we pray out. Yes. Uh, of, the, of these moments here that, Lord, that anytime we replay our memories or replay those times in our lives, I pray that we would just see you in them because you do live in them. You do live in those moments where we thought you weren't even there. Yes, Lord. And, Lord, I just, I pray for the prayers that haven't been answered yet, that, Lord, you are setting the puzzle pieces together at the right time so that, Lord, we can't see your glory and that we can bring you praise. Father God, I, I pray for the listener, the viewer, yes. that, Lord, you know exactly what's going on in the moments they're listening to this right now. That regardless if they listen to that once or twice or ten times, that, Lord, wherever their heart is, in whatever moment they're in now, that, God, you be with them, speak to them just that small still voice mm. of comfort of of challenge of yeah. grace and mercy lord yeah mm. and may we as 
May we, Larry and I as pastors, just continue just to serve you. That, Lord, ultimately ministry is not about us. It's about you, Lord. Hmm. And that, Lord, you just give us the honor of, <laughs> of serving in your, in your temples. Hmm. Lord, I, I pray that we all realize our purpose and meaning in life that you have written before we were ever born. Lord, I thank you. I just pray for safe travels as we go home. I pray just for continued growth yes. for myself, for Larry, for yes. the pastoral staff, and for this congregation that's represented in the Life Church. I pray for the churches that, that are listening to this right now, mm-hmm. that by representation that you would just grow and refine each and every congregation that is represented through each and every viewer and listener. We pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Good stuff. Good brother. stuff. <laughs> Right. So you got to go shut it off, yeah, don't yep, you? Yep, <laughs> I, I got to do that awkward run-up to shut yeah, it down. But yeah. again, thank you for watching or listening, everybody. Uh, we will come back with a new episode and uh, never know, maybe a new guest. Yeah. Or repeat guest. It just kind of depends on who I can get. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, but with that, it. have a good day, night, evening. Yeah. Midnight, maybe. Amen. And uh, take it easy. We'll see you next time. <laughs>